0: The three most important letters in sports. better than those tvv tv beam.
1: tv beam. tv beam. tv beam. it's fox 6 sports director tim van Boren on homer and tony tim van Voren is brought to you by mars cheese castle a wisconsin landmark that you need to experience off i-94 in kenosha meets cheeses bakery bar and restaurant all under one roof learn more at marscheese.com he is Tim Van Booren, Fox 6 Sports, Hall of Fame wingman, three-time Wisconsin sportscaster of the year. He's probably won other things, but he won't tell us, so we'll have to figure it out and get our institute to look at it. TVV, good afternoon. Good afternoon,
0: always a pleasure.
1: Your opening thought on the Green Bay Packers, now 5-1, and one, having won five games in a row, and an 11-point favorite at home against the Washington football team, or whatever they're called.
0: I would fully expect that uh, this uh, this time next week, when we're in Arizona, when I'm in Arizona, preparing for the, the next game, we'll be saying they've won six games in a row. That's my thought on the Packers.
1: Do you think any better of them than you did when they started the season before their first game?
0: Um, mm-hmm. I, I give them credit for winning the game. So, you know, hey. They've won five in a row. That's pretty good. And I, I know we talked at the beginning of the season. I, I firmly believed it then. And I guess I still believe that this season could be really good or really bad. So far, it's been more, much more good than bad. So I think, I guess, I feel a little bit better about them than I did at the start of the season. And nobody else seems awesome in the NFC either. So, um, you know, you're right in, right in the mix. Hey, what do you know? We've been saying that for how many years?
1: Are you to the point where you'll say, Homer, I was wrong. There's not that possibility of being bad like I thought. Have you dumped that from the range of possibilities, or no. is it still possible?
0: No, because if they, if they hit this tougher strengths of the schedule and they can't stop anybody, and defensively they are hemorrhaging yards and points and things go downhill, then there will be a sour taste in a lot of people's minds. So, no, I don't, I don't throw that out. And what were they without at the end of the last game? Eight starters? So they're much more injured than they were a year ago. The season still could go in the wrong direction, but you can't take – no one can take wins away from you. That's the best thing about the Packers to this point. You to the 5-1, hey, just keep stacking in an, in an okay direction. You're going to be in decent shape at the postseason record-wise. I, you know, who knows how healthy they'll be, what you're thinking about the team, all those things. But 5-1 and one is the ultimate bottom line, and that's good stuff for Green Bay. Talking with Tim Van
1: Voren, Fox 6 Sports. What has been the most impressive – Performance or part of the Packers to this point? Hmm.
0: Good question, Homer. Uh, Kenny Clark's been really good, and um, I'll admit that obviously injuries probably had something to do with that groin injury last year. I watched Kenny Clark and I thought hey, he's a good player, but uh, highest at his posi- highest paid, you know, one of the highest paid guys at his position. I didn't see that, uh, and I wondered if that would be one of those uh, deals where you say, "Ooh, that's an overpay." But I would say he's been really good this year, and really. Um, necessary because they've been so short on the defensive side of things. Uh, So that's probably number one for me. I would say Kenny Clark.
1: Has Goody changed? To what degree do you think people should say he's changed, given that he got uh, Randall Cobb and now he's added two veteran defensive players? Is he... Uh, I don't even want to say going all in because I just think that's flat out wrong. They haven't done anything even close to deserving the phrase uh going all in." Uh, but in terms of is Goody doing things any differently? Packer, uh,
0: you know, if you if you got you got to put this in right perspective from a Packer standpoint, it looks like they've gone all Listen, in. Listen, I don't, they don't
1: typically so. don't do anything. Uh, things they've done are so close to this. I mean, they got two guys off waivers, um, but I'll defer to TVV. It's
0: his segment. Well, from a relative standpoint, I think Tony would would say people should sit up and take notice that things are different this year. From um, a pure definition standpoint, I would agree with you, Homer, that this is not trading away all your future draft choices for one guy who can make a difference. Uh, so it's somewhere in between there. But conditioned to watch the Packers as we have, this is a difference this year. Largely because you've heard of the guys they bring in. They, you know, you're right, mm. they got them off waivers. But if you get other guys off waivers that nobody's heard of, they may be valuable players, they may turn out to be contributors, but people are saying, why don't we go get that other guy? If you go get people that sound like they're in demand and they have names uh, of some value, it seems different. I would say you ha- I-, I would say the Packers organization is behaving differently this year just on the cap alone For next year, they would never be in a situation where they're that far over the cap for the next season. That's not something they would have allowed to happen. So it doesn't necessarily affect who's out there this year on the field, but it's not the way they normally do business. So there has been a change there, whether it's just because they think this is the last shot at it and a lot of these big money guys will be gone next year, or maybe it's Aaron Rodgers' situation, or who knows what it is, or maybe it's, you know seizing what they think is an opportunity based on what else is out there in the NFC. The Packers have not been in this spot, as you look at the, at the grand scheme on their salary cap before.
1: What is a legitimate expectation of the two veteran defensive players they have brought in?
0: By that, you mean Jalen Smith and Whitney Merciless? Yep. I think if either of them perform the way Rasul Douglas performed last week, Packers would be happy. There's a guy who unexpectedly plays what 75 percent of the snaps and doesn't hurt you. That's what you're looking for. So I wouldn't look for my doesn't hurt
1: you is a would be a plus for merciless
0: or Smith. Uh, well, mm-hmm. okay, may, maybe well, wait, Smith last week. Yeah, him, it's unfair to judge him. Uh, you know, he didn't no look isn't. like he was he, terrible. Yeah, but but could I, you be know that's one game. He's yeah, over eager. Certainly. He's trying to get, you know I, 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 it's unfair to hold him to that standard. But uh, he didn't help him last week. Uh, so I I would look for I would hope for those guys to be steady players. If you're Whitney merciless and you're a steady player, and by that I'm saying he's are not going to hurt you, mm-hmm. then you ought to run into. Three or four sacks this season, because that's what you're going to do. You're going to be a pass rusher. If you're doing your job, you should be able to get that done on occasion. And, and it's not out now looking for ten sacks. You should be able to get some sacks because you're rushing the passer. Okay. So if you're Jalen Smith, you should be. You know, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be exposed. Last week wasn't very good. You shouldn't be exposed as not being in the wrong spot or chasing. You have enough experience. You should be able to. Read plays and get yourself in the right position. Now, physically, maybe you've declined to the point where you can't make as many plays as you once did, but you should be in the right position based on his level of experience. Once he's comfortable in this defense, yeah. Tell him, TVV, get your butt in the right spot, pal. There you go. There you go. He was not in the right spot very regularly last Sunday. That's uh, that's football IQ. Even even older players, they know where to be if you got that IQ you know where to be you got to just be is there is there
1: any time for adjustment to know where to be in the right place i don't know how much systems vary from one team to another i would guess not that much defensively
0: does he get a you gave him a little pass i gave him a little pass right. but if he if he run around like that for the next two or three games then i think you say he's probably a run around player at this stage of his career trying to catch, trying to catch something um, you know, I would assume that that's not – I'm assuming he's going to be better than that. But let's also be fair. Bears aren't very good offensively. If you're exposed against the Bears, mm-hmm. uh, that's concerning based on who's still to come. I'm not talking Washington this week. But Kansas City, Minnesota can do some things to you. The Rams, obviously the Cardinals, those are concerning opponents.
1: This is not on Twitter, but it is a headline on the Internet – It's starting to feel like Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer in 2022. Round two, TVV's response to that, next. Every day, 98% is amazing. Nobody's 98% at anything. Wrong. If you're fatigued, having trouble losing weight, depressed, or having difficulty obtaining or maintaining a you-know-what, you may be one of the millions of men suffering from low testosterone and or ED. There's incredible hope at New Male Medical. With locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay, they've changed the world. Yeah, you can be 98%. Their ED treatments have a 98% success rate. They offer cutting-edge testosterone replacement therapies to help you feel like yourself again, too. Somebody's 98% at something they do, don't you consider everything they do? N-U-M-A-L-E, newmail.com. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Yes, Tony says I make stuff up, which I never do, but I am always careful not to be accused of that. You can go on the internet, TVV, Tim Van Boren, Fox 6 Sports. Headline, it's starting to feel like Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer in 2022. Tony, look at that. Is that not the headline right there? Uh, I can barely read that. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay.
0: No, I don't have my glasses on.
1: All right. TVV? Is it starting to feel like Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer in 2022,
0: or are you not yet ready to join that club? I think that's a leap. I would, I, you know, headlines are headlines. I think you could say um, the door doesn't look closed as tightly. Oh, on Just because they're winning. But, well, because of his comments and because of watching him interact in Green Bay. Yesterday I watched him ride the cart with David Bakhtiari and interact with the people in this, you know, at the practice and the routine and all that stuff. And, you know, I I just I, I kind of think a little bit with Aaron Rodgers, when he gets away from Green Bay, he's in California, he's in Hawaii, he's thinking, back to Green Bay. He's back in Green Bay in a football lockdown mode, and that's what they're doing. He kind of says, oh, this is this is football. So so they're winning. That obviously doesn't hurt. Uh, but I think he's back with people he's so comfortable with, the coaching staff, the training staff, the support staff, the teammates. Uh, the You know, you turn left when you come out of the locker room. You know what time the media availability is. All of that stuff, which I think uh, sometimes you take for granted when you get away and you say the grass is greener, you come back and you say, this grass is pretty green here. So that's what I'm talking about, Tony. Do
1: you believe the Packers have changed in any way as an organization to make Rodgers believe that they're more the way he wanted them to be, whatever wanted them to be was?
0: They have said things more along the lines of uh, you know, in, in inclusion in conversation and um, consensus building and input uh, is welcome, those sorts of things. So I think they've changed. Have they fundamentally changed the way they do business? I don't think so. And I think uh, you know if, if Aaron Rodgers stays or goes, uh, I think Brian Goodfellow will feel as though he did the right thing in the last off season and uh, riding this thing out. I have
1: stated the only reason they acquired Randall Cobb is because Mark Murphy told Goody to do it. If it had been Goody's decision, he never would have acquired the wide receiver. Do you want to join my club
0: or not? Uh, I could see that being true. I don't know that that's definitely true. I could see that being true. Obviously, when uh, Cobb came in, Brian Goodekun's comments were very much, this is for Aaron. It, It was not... Well, I think he still has something left. We could use a slide. I mean, the normal comments that a, a GM would make when he brings somebody in, um, you know, that, that isn't what Brian Goodekun said. So somebody, um, you know, strongly encouraged he make that move, whether it was Mark Murphy or whether it was just the, the situation, you know, the kind of the quid pro quo of Rogers coming back. I, I don't know, but I would – agree with you that Brian Gutekunst doesn't go and make that move. I definitely agree with you there.
1: You are important mm-hmm. enough like Jason Willie, You are not required to answer any of our Discount League or Twitter poll questions if you choose not to. But these were asked today. Would you like the Packers today to sign Aaron Rodgers to a deal to play beyond 2022? Yes or no?
0: Well, it doesn't matter what I like.
1: Okay. So, Bro- that's
0: Matt first. What matters if you like? Well, okay. as an obs- I mean, do I think the Packers should? Or what, what's? Uh, no matter, okay. I like. I guess. So that's, that's that's my answer to your question. Doesn't matter, what I like.
1: All right, then we won't change that. Should the Packers trade Jordan Love before this year's trading no,
0: deadline? No, 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 no. I'm interrupting. No. <laughs> ah, Would you like to explain an the, uh, your on this firmness one, buddy. and quickness? As soon as you trade them, what if you have an injury? No. Oh, I can oh, no, find. No, no. I can find five vets. No. That I would what are you going to get for Jordan Love? All right. Okay. That's uh, of more value than keeping Jordan Love at this stage. No. Will Jordan what's value, Love? What's the value of keeping him?
1: Though? Well, will Jordan Love be the starting quarterback for a season for the Green Bay Packers? Yes. 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 Strong, quick. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, ring night, whatever. Uh, I don't think those are rings anymore. I call them boulders. Uh, But (laughs) call it whatever you want. Uh, Your thoughts on that presentation.
0: I haven't watched every one of those as closely as I watched this one, of course. Um, But I haven't seen many better. I think they they hit the right notes. They included, for the ceremony part, who knows who's ultimately going to get rings and not and all that stuff. And I'm sure there'll be discussions. But who they had out there, how they were um, equal in representing all the people who were there, I, I think they nailed it. I think they had the fans involved. They had the fans engaged. I get the fans credit, too. That was a, a very early start. They told the fans to be in the facility by 5:45. We've all been to enough Milwaukee sporting events where those early starts usually uh, turn out that you know you're playing in front of three people who st- stumbled by for the wrong reasons. And uh, you know the fans were in there; it was a great atmosphere. I, I, I'd give it a uh, championship performance as a ring ceremony.
1: We did our power rankings. I have the Bucks number one. Pebble has number one, and Tony has the Bucks at number three uh, behind.
0: Behind who? Behind Brooklyn and the Utah Jazz. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm really high on the Jazz. Right, and I
1: am I will change to Brooklyn if Kyrie Irving shows up. I believe he will show up. I think he's pulling a shack. I don't want to play the whole
0: season anyway. Yeah, I'm, so, I, um, I, I want to ask TVV only about the East. We won't get into the West yeah, right now. Who, who outside of Brooklyn, uh, do you see um, anybody interesting to you that looks uh, dangerous this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I see teams that maybe, you know, a move or two away are going to get more action as usual every year now at the you know at the buyout market and guys change their teams a little bit. Right now, I think those two are head and shoulders above the rest of the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was surprised by the Bucks the other night, I'll admit. I, I wouldn't expect them to play all those guys, and we're not going to see that tonight. I wouldn't expect to play all those guys. I wouldn't expect to see that many complete games necessarily from them during the regular season. But I think they showed a capability that... Um, you know, I, I was impressed by it, no question about it. What about uh, what tonight they play the Heat? I wanted to ask you about. They're going to lose tonight. I was, I was, I have the Heat in my power rankings right behind
1: the Bucks at four. Mhm. They're losing. Bucks losing tonight.
0: I, I, I don't know, but I'm just talking not about the I, not that it matters, the see them. Uh, well, they have yeah. made a lot of moves. TVV a lot of they, moves. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm you're not afraid of the Heat at all, though. It sounds like. Well, I'm. I, I don't see them on the Bucks level right now, partly because they have all those pieces to fit together. But they certainly have pieces they addressed, uh, quote-unquote weaknesses or maybe lighter spots on their roster. Um, I think is a very good coach. I know you have spoken highly of him in the past. And they are always, to me, they're always dangerous. They were dangerous. I thought they were dangerous last year going into the playoffs. Obviously, the Bucs took care of them. But going into the playoffs, I thought they were dangerous. Miami's just one of those teams that kind of gets, gets on it a little bit as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh, and our last question, I want to know if you think I should apply for the hitting coach of the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, I think they need to go uh, look outside the box. I'm certainly outside the box. It is an impossible <laughs> position. It's like being in charge of ending snow in Wisconsin. No one can do it. No one's ever done it well over an extended period of time on any team. David Stearns is smart enough to understand that, and nothing would be better than to hire me to show how out of the box you're trying it, because... I, unlike others, understand it 's an impossible job, and that 's the kind of person you need to hire
0: so a little dose of reality you 're saying that, yeah say uh, Homer all right,
1: you realize no one can do it so let 's uh, let 's see where you take this because no one 's ever done it successfully, and uh, i don 't have the exact quote of david Stern. he 's smart enough to know that uh, it 's impossible. he all but said so i don 't have the exact words out it does they need a new voice he couldn 't find anything wrong to say about um andy haynes and uh, he was very and made that clear on a number of occasions because there's no way to say he did anything wrong because if he did you have to say something somebody's doing something right and of course no one is as hitting coaches and no one has for many years
0: tony i don't know about you but that was like the most random around all over the place uh job proposal sales pitch I've ever heard which actually makes a little sense uh, yeah it's very odd but coming from Homer it makes sense but TVV, we got to run man we do uh we are Drive super time. late already but yep sorry thank you I
1: appreciate your it wasn't your fault yeah uh, we have uh Matt LaFleur. yeah he de- you deserve better when you have the record he has he's next